Kyle Shanahan confirms Sam Darnold has been named QB2, the backup quarterback to Brock Purdy for the San Francisco 49ers. He speaks on his decision and what is next for Trey Lance coming up on today's Locked On 49ers. You are Locked On 49ers, your daily San Francisco 49ers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On 49ers, Brian Peacock and Eric Crocker at BD Peacock at Eric underscore Crocker. Thanks, everybody, for making us your first listen on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Appreciate all the everydayers out there and see some of you in the chat already. Excited about the uh, the latest news for your San Francisco 49ers. Uh, first, I want to let everybody know out there that today's episode of Locked On 49ers is brought to you by Game time, download the game time app, create an account, and use code locked on NFL for $20 off your first purchase. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Whoo, all right, Croc. This is something that we felt was coming. And after his weird answer yesterday with reporters, Kyle Shanahan was talking about, oh, it depends on the game plan and all this weird stuff. And then today, Tom Pelissero and uh, Ian Rappaport uh, said it. And now Kyle Shanahan on KMBR. Just before us jumping on here on the podcast, confirming that Sam Darnold named quarterback two for the San Francisco 49ers. Croc, initially, what are your thoughts there? And then we'll talk a little bit more about Trey Lance as well and what Kyle says about where Trey Lance is now with the 49ers. Yeah, just some initial thoughts. I think you and I, we've been kind of really covering this quarterback uh battle or whatever you want to call it, fairly closely, right, between uh, Sam Darnold and Trey Lance. And I thought we've done a good job of not taking one side or the other. It's just, hey, this is what we're seeing. This is what we're thinking. And in the process of that, actually, when we recorded yesterday, prior to even hearing anything about what Kyle Shanahan said, because we recorded Winky Wednesday episode at like 11 a.m. Pacific, we pretty much agreed that we felt, and it was like a true or false question that you posed. It's like, yeah, like Sam Donald's going to be QB too. So we had that feeling for me, it started to look like that in the games and only because I felt like when Sam Donald dropped back, just this feeling I had, I felt like I knew more of what I was getting from him than with Trey Lance. Now, we did see Trey Lance get on the heater late in that Broncos game, but even then, every time he dropped back, there was still kind of this feeling of, is it going to go where it's supposed to go? But with Sam Donald, for whatever reason, it just felt more like I know where this ball is going. Now, there will be a lot of people that try to push back on Sam Darnold. He has a terrible past, <laughs> 55 games, 90 turnovers. That's definitely not ideal. But from what we've seen, and all I can do is judge him off of what he has been with the 49ers and for Kyle Shanahan, it has felt like he's been closer to what Kyle is potentially looking for in that QB2 and potentially QB1. He's done some really good things. So uh, that's just kind of what it looked like. So the news coming out today wasn't necessarily shocking, but there's another word I'm looking for. Not not shocking, but kind of disappointed with the process and handling of Trey Lance and just kind of how it's all played out for a guy that you gave up a lot of capital for, for a guy that has shown he has a lot of ability, but definitely doesn't have the, the consistency that you need. How do you get him to get that consistency? We'll never know because it seems like his days are numbered in San Francisco. Oh, you said a lot there. Um, I, I think you nailed it though, when it comes to Sam Darnold being consistent and 
for all of Sam Darnold's faults and how bad he has played, and he does have a lot of turnovers in his career and has played some bad football and some bad teams, Sam Darnold's the backup. We're talking about the backup right now. You're talking about the guy who still you hope doesn't play. So even if it's Trey Lance, the 49ers are still hoping that that player doesn't play because Brock Purdy is the number one. Brock Purdy is a starter. So you never have an amazing backup quarterback, and there's going to be faults there. So as far as backup quarterbacks go with what Sam Darnold has paid, he's a high-level backup quarterback in the NFL, and that's what the 49ers have right now. And they trust him. He was more consistent through this process. And the reason he's more consistent through this process is because he started 55 games and Trey Lance has started four games. And Trey Lance, before those four games, sat out a a full season, right? And so um, really three years now of Trey Lance not really getting to play all that much. And Kyle Shanahan did mention that when he was talking with uh, Copes and Tolbert on KNBR just now before we went live on this podcast because I did want to wait until we heard from Kyle before we went live and – I do have some takeaways with what he said and, and how you can kind of read between the lines on, on what he really means about Trey's future with the San Francisco 49ers and where I think the 49ers currently are with Trey Lance and, and where maybe Trey Lance might be with all of this because he does have somewhat of a say. And I think uh, that is part of why he was not at practice on Wednesday. If... Sam Darnold has to play football games for the 49ers this year. I think it's the right decision that he's the backup. Does he give them a better chance to win football games if Brock Purdy gets hurt? You know, I think I look at the 49ers situation and, and the cast that they have with them, right? You're talking about Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, uh, George Kittle, you know, shoes. You got Christian McCaffrey. You got Hikal Juszczyk. And the way that you're able to get these guys the ball, I'm not sure. And we kind of said this yesterday. I don't know how much it matters whether it's Brock Purdy or Sam Darnold. And when I watch Sam Darnold, and I know there are a lot of people really uneasy about his past, but when I just watched him in the preseason games, I'm not talking about practice. Because practice, there's some ups and downs, but we saw some good things with how he was throwing the ball. But in the games, it looked it looked like he was supposed to look to me. You know, when he was throwing a, a, a deep out, that boom, that back foot hit. Ball is out, good timing to the sideline, accurate throw, completion. He threw the ball down the field to Ronnie Bill, stretched the field against the Raiders, boom, completion. When he's throwing over the middle, I feel like he's done good. I mean, his two biggest hiccups were dropped balls by Ronnie Bill that ended up getting intercepted, but they were accurate throws. Maybe one was a little hard, but accurate throws, right? So, I mean, you're asking, is it the right thing for him to be the backup? I would say I don't know how much it matters whether he's the backup or the starter. Because he showed enough to, to me. And again, I could be tripping. I feel like a lot of people were like, Crock, you're tripping. I just, I'm not holding Carolina and New York against him. I'm judging him based on the 49ers, what he has looked like for them, with what we've seen in practice, with what we've really been saying all along, with what it looked like from him, and then what he looked like in the games. And uh, playing with that cast, it wasn't always perfect. You know, you I don't know who those offensive linemen were that he was playing with most of the time, but ultimately I saw good enough things to where if I was a coach, I'd be pretty confident in him being able to run my offense efficiently, even as much as probably Brock Purdy. Difference is we just have seen Brock Purdy do it in this offense. We've seen a small sample size of Brock, but I think it was fine. Looks like you coached somebody that's in the, the chat right now in the team. <laughs> I love seeing that. Thanks to I took my first time coaching Chavez High School in uh, 2016, right when I got done playing ball. You didn't have to make decisions on QB1s and QB2s, though, at Chavez, did you? 
I didn't. I'm trying to think of the quarterback's name. We, we we had a quarterback. He was solid. He was a little younger Mexican dude. I, I remember that. Uh, but we 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 had we had some talent there. We had some talented kids. We had a squad. Okay, so you talked about the consistency. Kyle Shanahan said on KBR that Sam Darnold started to separate himself about ten days ago. It's August 23rd right now. Do you remember what happened ten days ago, Croc, on the 13th? <laughs> well, I saw what Grant Cohen said happened. 10 days ago in practice. Did you see that? No. He said 10 days ago, or I don't know if maybe the days are off or maybe somebody counts days differently, but he said 10 days ago, Sam Darnold went one for seven in practice. Well, 10 days ago, the 13th was the first preseason game. And Lance, gotcha. Lance was bad. That was the okay. end. Right. Was that it? Well, again, I, I talked about just what it looked like from both quarterbacks. We yeah. made it. We, we talked about it, right? That, it looks like Sam Darnold's kind of, you know, he's ahead. That he's was what you said yeah. coming out. Right. And he's well, he's played more, right? And, and that's why this is so frustrating, I'm sure, for, for Trey. And Kyle mentioned it. Like, it's three years that he hasn't really had a chance to get his feet under him and play a lot of football. This might have looked a lot different if he didn't break that ankle last year. He might have had the run that Brock Purdy had. He'd be a different quarterback. I have no doubt that Trey Lance would look like a different quarterback if he played just a season somewhere, Right. He would look different. He would look better. He would look more decisive. I don't know how. I don't know if he'd be great. I don't know if he'd look better than Darnold's first fifty starts would be when Trey Lance has his first fifty starts. If he gets a chance to have fifty more starts, but he's just trying to get ten starts. Right he needs to get a start. That's not in the monsoon, right? Like get a real game under your belt, man. I mean, that's that's where we're at with Trey Lance. Can you get a game somewhere? Pick up somewhere like Saskatchewan Rough Riders, you know. Uh, You're shipping my guy off to the CFL? I mean, play a game. He'd be much better off if he was in the CFL the last two years than on the 49ers. Yeah. He'd be yeah. a better player right now because he'd have played. Is that playing the CFL, right? I think he did. Yeah, I think yeah. he did. He wasn't, yeah, I think he was only in camp for a little bit with the Niners, um, Carlton. So, next, more of what Kyle Shanahan had to say about Trey Lance and if Trey Lance is on the trading block or will he stay with the San Francisco 49ers? Next. Today's episode of Locked On 49ers is brought to you by Game Time. When you're trying to get tickets for a game, you, it can be really frustrating, right? You're buying tickets to your favorite events. It shouldn't be stressful. And Game Time is fast and easy. That's where Game Time app comes in because buying tickets to sports, music, comedy, and theater all near you can be super fast, super easy, and killer deals on last minute tickets and their best price guarantee so you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. I talked about using Game Time app to go see a San Francisco Giants game. I'm going into the city. I'm like, I'm going to go catch a ball game. I got the night off, and boom, open up the app. Great price, great tickets. I'm at the Giants game in less than an hour. I love it. Uh, that's what you can do with the Game Time app. Uh, flash deals and last-minute tickets as well. Easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event in your area. Again, it's not just sports, but, of course, every sporting event, you can find tickets on Game Time. Music, concerts, comedy, theater, you name it, you can find it for your favorite event. Of course, NFL football games as well if you're going to try to see your San Francisco 49ers. So just download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNFL for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, Create an account and redeem code locked on NFL for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, low price guaranteed. So, uh, going through some of the other notes here, Croc, from Kyle Shanahan on KBR talking about this 
situation. Um, he kind of went back a little bit and, and talked about going into the 2021 offseason, why they even made the deal, how they end up with Trey Lance. And he said they wanted a, a cheaper a, a, a quarterback on a rookie contract. They wanted a cheaper quarterback so they could continue to pay everybody else on their roster and not have to lose guys, not have to trade away DeForest Buckners right in the future. Uh, and then they ended up drafting Lance and they thought he had had an opportunity. They knew none of the quarterbacks they were going to draft were going to be able to beat out Jimmy Garoppolo in year one. So it was always the plan. It was going to be Jimmy that was likely going to win that job. And so they weren't going to ship off Jimmy and then go to that rookie quarterback. Rook, year- Rook, yeah. We have made that point as well. Like yeah. I, you know, and I want to make that very clear to everyone out there because it's like, Oh, he couldn't beat out Jimmy Garoppolo. I think it would be hard for any quarterback, just like it would have been hard for, and we said virtually impossible for Trey Lance or even Sam Darnold to outdo what Brock Purdy did in regular season games last year, right? Like he played very well for the 49ers. You couldn't compete really against that in training camp. I think what Jimmy Garoppolo did while healthy with the 49ers, going to a Super Bowl, being a throwaway from winning the Super Bowl, right? And that equity that he built up with the team as a leader, I don't think any quarterback would have came in, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, Mac Jones would have come in and been been able to outdo him for that. Now they wouldn't have had opportunity because Jimmy uh he what he got hurt, missed it, missed a couple games. Right. Yeah. And they started slow too. So right. Like, so they would have been that on the window. He didn't say that it was impossible. He just said he knew that most that the rookies, he didn't plan yeah. that any of the rookies were gonna beat out Jimmy. Right. That's almost part of the entire problem of the process. So trading up when they did, giving up everything they did to go up and not really know who their quarterback was going to be yet. And and having this was the COVID offseason, remember? They hadn't even met these guys face-to-face. That's kind of wild. You're spending three first-round picks on a guy you never even met. Three first, so, so now that's when just the process overall, not just for right. Trey, but not just Trey, Eric. Right. You, you hear something like that, just their thoughts in general, what, what makes sense. And if you have these thoughts of, Man, nobody's going to come in and just beat out Jimmy Garoppolo. But we eventually want to move on from him because we want to get cheaper. You have essentially two years to find that quarterback, whether it's that year that he's playing or the following year if you want to let him go. So now it doesn't make sense at all that you didn't that you traded up instead of waiting to see, hey, we like these three quarterbacks or two quarterbacks. Like, well, he said three quarterbacks, but everything points to them really being higher on Mac Jones and Trey Lance. Fields was part of the process early on. And I don't know what it was that disqualified Fields. And in fact, Fields was the only one he'd ever met because he was like, when Fields was in high school, he did that QB confidential camp or whatever with, and so maybe he was bad on that bag drill when he was 16 years old or whatever. And Kyle's like, no, I don't like him. <laughs> so, which is crazy because they went and put on a pro date for Fields and from, what it looked like to us, it was like, he killed it. <laughs> it looked good. And Kyle was smiling. And it's like, ah, but we don't want him, which I think we know why. Probably held on to the ball too long in college. Still doing that. He's still kind of struggling to be a legit passer yeah. at the NFL level. Can make all the throws. Very inconsistent as a passer on a game-to-game basis, mm-hmm. even though everybody thinks he's just so amazing right now. Like, he is amazing on the ground. Not yeah. sure Kyle cares about that. Well, the way right. it, it, it's, it, as it turns out, Trey Lance wasn't really any better getting the ball out when he needed to on time. So what <laughs> Kyle ended up, the offense Kyle ended up running for Trey Fields would, would have, have excelled with. too. So yeah, it actually, it people say oh, Fields wouldn't have fit with the 49ers. So that wouldn't have worked either. Well, it would work better. 
and would he have broken his ankle? I don't know. Uh, you know, there's a lot going into it. Um, and we'll see what Fields ends up being. You know, it's a big year for him in year three, but he was the more talented guy, more accurate downfield thrower, more athletic player, had played more big time football games. He's a really tough guy, too. So there's a lot to like about Justin Fields, and there's a lot to like about Trey Lance as well. So, so the, the process, though, so back to the process, you questioned the process at the time. You thought that was strange. Yes. I think hearing what you just told me, right? And I was, I had KBR on, but I had it turned down. So I missed the whole interview. My bad. But <laughs> it's wild. All right. But um, you're telling me that he said the, the main thing, they just kind of, they wanted a, another quarterback, right? And they wanted to get uh, cheaper at that position, but no guy would probably beat out Jimmy right now. So why in the hell would you trade up? Why would you not say, you know what? Let's wait and see if Mac or Trey fall to us. And if they don't, it's okay because we have another year to try to get behind the eight ball on this money thing with the quarterback position. Like to me, that I mean, I'm just Eric Crocker, but that seems like it makes more sense. Like you have two years to find the quarterback and not having if, and that's if a guy doesn't fall to you at 12. Now let's say both quarterbacks go or all right, we have next year and we'll just take uh, Michael Parsons. You know, like, wouldn't that make more sense? Yeah, well, so there's there's so many layers to that whole draft thing, too. So, first of all, moving up when you don't even know who your guy is. Maybe when you maybe you you dig into all three of them and you end up not even liking them as much as you thought you did in January when you go through the whole process, right? Um, and you, you, so you, you didn't really hold your water there. And then if you really did at the beginning of the process when they traded up, we're considering fields as well. So that's five total quarterbacks that you like in the first round, right? Including the guys you already know are going to one and two. Well, how about this? Trade up the pick five or six then if the quarterbacks start going off the board because you know you have it in your back pocket. You know that you're willing to trade all this stuff up. You're going to find a team that's willing to accept an offer if you're willing to give up the, what the 49ers were offering, right? And we saw that it was it was uh, um, the Bears that ended up going up to pick 11 to get fields. And that was the first quarterback taken after Trey Lance. So hold your water. See how the board falls. You know you're willing to trade picks and so then go trade on the clock and go get a guy. Um, and then not only that pick 12 was super valuable because like you said, there was Micah Parsons and this isn't uh, this isn't like revisionist history either. This is at the time we're like, look, this is, there's a 12, 13 player draft at the top. And then there's a, then there's a drop and it was um, Patrick Sertan, JC Horn, Jalen yeah. Waddle. Like right. those were kind of the names that you were talking Everybody about. Knew the guys were a Devonte Smith. And then, um, I'm blanking on his name right now, Slater, Rashawn Slater, right? He ended up going, I think, pick 13. I think that would have been the guy where I would have been like, yeah, I think the Niners have to pick, pick Rashawn Slater at 13, even over Parsons, because at the time Parsons was like an off-ball linebacker. We didn't know he was a pure edge guy or else he would have gone even higher than where he ended up going. I think the, the, there was a lot of luck involved with the Cowboys there, but he was thought of as one of the top guys. There was It was a 12 or 13 player draft as far as these are the blue chip prospects in this class and then there's a, a drop so so pick 12 was valuable in that draft class and then going back and looking at it now we know if the 49ers didn't trade up they probably would end up with mac jones at 12 which probably would have turned out better how much different would mac jones and kyle's offense would have looked than jimmy g or even brock purdy or sam darnold right i think it might have turned out okay i think it would have been a lot better for mac jones maybe even than trey lance with the 49ers and maybe even better for mac jones in san francisco than it's been in in uh in new england because he had a good rookie season and so he's clearly more ready to play i think than some of the other quarterbacks which is which was one of his strengths on his scouting report so in reality if the 49ers didn't move up 
Matt Jones would have been the 49ers quarterback. And how would that have gone? I don't know. Would he have gotten hurt? He probably wouldn't have been running, you know, QB draw or whatever. <laughs> well, I don't think you have to run QB draw to get hurt as a quarterback in Kyle Shanahan's offense. That's true. That's true. Yeah. yeah he, everybody's kind of hurt. cleaned off your blind side, right, um, from a free rusher. So, anyway, the the, the process, and, and I'm sure we'll talk a lot more about this, and, and we'll see. Process trash. The process was bad from March 26th. 2021 when the night what you just what you just told me though made the process more trash like we knew at the time like that's a little weird that's a lot right but now what you just told me with they just want to get cheaper and see if they can find a replacement well you have two drafts to try to do that yeah and that's not to say now in hindsight we look at that next year's draft and not a great quarterback class but in in the moment you know, it's like, well, you have next year as well if you're really trying to move off with Jimmy Garoppolo. So that makes, in my eyes, and I hope everybody understands what I'm trying to say, like that makes the process that you decided to move up the way you did much worse, let alone the process in the handling of Trey Lance, a yeah. guy that needed something different than everyone else. For right. a team that you felt like, well, we want to win a Super Bowl, and but we're going to go and do it with the guy with the least amount of experience and not figure out a way to get him that experience before you feel like the time is ticking on having to win that Super Bowl. Like that, that, that all, I, it all it doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. The chat says Mac Jones has a terrible vibe. I agree. He wouldn't have been my pick at 12. I didn't think he was a mid first round player, but uh, that's what Kyle Shanahan would have taken at 12. And that's, you know, you don't have to trade up to three either. You can trade up to six. You can trade up to pick seven. There was an actual trade from the 49ers pick at 12 got traded three times. The Cowboys weren't there originally. The Dolphins, who ended up with 12 after the 49ers trade, they went up to pick six. So go up to pick six. Get yourself a quarterback. Save a first-round pick, right? Uh, so did the Eagles have that some point? Trey Lance falls to 12. We don't know. But like, It's funny because Kyle talked about it saying, talking about his intel. It's like who was going to be there, who was not going to be there. How about the intel that the 49ers would take Mac Jones? I'm sure every front office thought the Niners would take Mac Jones, right? At pick three. But So the intel could be wrong. It's like we, the, the reality of what happened tells us what happened. And... Uh, th there would have been a quarterback for the 49ers after pick three that would have been a better part of the process, especially with Trey Lance. The one thing he always needed that we said at the time, cross crock again, this isn't revisionist history. The one player that needed reps the most and needed to play early and the 49ers weren't willing to give him that early. So now you're one broken ankle away from not having an NFL career with your team. So I I've never seen a guy thing that you trade that you spend three first round picks on. And, and again, we, we keep talking about the process and wh whoever's making these decisions, but you're giving up on a guy that played three games and all, started three games or, or however many. And I always just think about all the guys in the NFL, every quarterback, you can go to every quarterback and look at their first three, four starts. And what does that really look like for guys? Yeah. And, oh, and, oh, and oh, because oh, of that, man, uh, all of them. It, 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 are you a? It, I mean, and it might have more to do with Brock Purdy than the actual player because Brock Purdy did come in and play extraordinarily well. But yeah. even then, you just you typically don't see it, and maybe it is it's rare because of what Brock Purdy did. But you know, you don't see that. You don't see a guy, regardless. I mean, uh, Jamarcus Russell didn't watch film. They tested him. They gave him a blank disc. And was like, take this home. And then come back and like, hey, what did you see on the film? And he's like, oh, yeah, I saw some cover one, cover two. And it was blank. And he started more games than Trey Lance. Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, 
Trey needs to play. Trey needs to play. Uh, more. Let's fast forward again. More on Trey Lance's future now with the San Francisco 49ers. What did Kyle Shanahan have to say about it? And uh, what do you think is actually the truth with Trey Lance now and the San Francisco 49ers next? Thank you once again, everybody, for making Locked On 49ers your first listen every day here on the Locked On Podcast Network. We appreciate all the everydayers out there. Make sure you're subscribed on YouTube and everywhere you get your podcast. Tomorrow, we're going to talk about what to watch for in preseason game number three. Okay, so Kyle said that Trey Lance could stay in San Francisco. He didn't say he will 100%. He said Trey could stay in San Francisco, could stay with the 49ers. He says, I hope so. He says, we're not giving up on Trey. But he did say, uh, he he's talking to Trey. He's going to talk to him again that after the interview, and the interview happened earlier today, so after practice. So he talked to him before practice, told him what the news was, and then he's going to talk to him again later. And he said, if there's a better situation in his heart, dot, dot, dot. So he, I, reading between the lines on what Kyle Shanahan said, and he did say that he gave Trey the day off on practice Wednesday because it was a heavy situation for him and to let him clear his head and that Trey would be back at practice you think tomorrow, he cried? Being Thursday. I, I don't know. I, he might have been like, okay, trade me then. It might have been one of those where like he got pissed. Maybe he was just super upset. Uh, it was it was something to because players get demoted all the time, lose their jobs. They don't miss practice, right? Like Kyle, Kyle Trask was at practice the next day after Sam Darnold was just named the starting quarterback in Tampa like two days ago, right? Kyle Trask didn't get the day off the next day. So th- there was something more than just this decision. Um, whether it was an agent being involved, did the agent get involved and ask for a trade or because I think, I think Lance and Donald have the same agent. Yeah. So I bet the agent didn't like hearing what Kyle said yesterday, Tuesday, when he was like, Oh, it depends on the game plan. Maybe this quarterback and that agent's probably like, Hey dude, I, I don't want a, a third string quarterback. I, I've got two guys that should be backups at the very least somewhere, maybe starters. So whoever's not going to be the starter, we're requesting a trade kind of thing. Right. And then Kyle's like, well, it's going to be Donald number two. So maybe there's a, an official trade request from the agent involved. Maybe it's just Trey. Um, I, you know, I don't know. Kyle didn't tell us all those details, but it did sound like uh, there's, it, it's, I think the door is absolutely open for a Trey Lance trade and the 49ers are listening and thinking about it. And maybe they have an offer because when I first heard before Kyle spoke, when I first heard that Trey Lance was removed from practice, it was like, well, they don't want him getting hurt because they got a deal. And that, and you can't trade a guy who's hurt. You know, like when a, when a minor league player gets called up to the big leagues, he leaves the game instantly. If he finds out no matter what's going on, you don't do anything that can get yourself hurt. Cause you're going to the big leagues. Like, uh, and, it, and when there's a trade, right, you'll see players get called in from the outfield near the trade deadline. And all of a sudden they're crying and hugging everybody in the dugout. Cause they just got traded. Like that's over. You're not, you're not going to go, play more football and put your body on the line to potentially get hurt if you're traded. So the 49ers, I think the 49ers potentially have an offer that's bad that they don't like, but that they'll take if they can't find something better and they're going to use a few days to find something better. So we'll see if, if Trey Lance is back on the field at practice Thursday, then maybe he's not going to get traded right away. Maybe he's got one more audition with the 49ers and Kyle did say that there is a plan for him to play much like last week, it's going to be the starters to 10 to 20 plays and uh, then Darnold, then Lance. We'll see if I'm, Lance is still here for that. I'm looking at the chat right now, and I don't know if it's just people trolling, but they're like, there's no trade value for him. Nobody wants Trey Lance. But Diana Rossini said there were offers in the spring. Like there have been offers for Trey Lance. 
but just not maybe what the 49ers want. Not good enough so, to take him away from what he could have been for you, especially not knowing right. what all the injury circumstances were going to be. So now, uh, you know, just kind of looking at it and what the situation might be, might, maybe you just kind of take whatever you can get. And look, that might be, uh, uh, you know, a six-round pick that can turn into a fifth-round pick or a, a six this year and a six next year. And I'm pretty sure the 49ers are like, heck, no, we're not doing that. But right now, it's like, all right, if he's going to be our third-string quarterback or this is kind of the situation, then, yeah, we, we just might have to let him go for less than what we would like. And at the very least, you get $9 million off your books, and that opens up some money for – someone else potentially and you kind of extend that window of having a young quarterback on a cheap deal right and so when it comes to trading too it's it's beneficial for the 49ers even if they get nothing you know and and there there were reports that there was maybe a fifth round offer at some point this offseason can they get that uh still i don't know uh but it, it let's 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 work on the assumption that maybe there's a fifth round offer out there from a team and you get some cap space uh some cap benefits from trading him now and into next year. And then, uh, then you keep Brandon Allen, right. And then you have your one, two, three, and there's no more distractions and and everybody knows their place. And that's that. So there's, there's some benefits for the 49ers trading Trey Lance, as far as releasing him or just cutting him. I just don't think that's in the cards because the 49ers would, would take a cap hit if they cut him versus trading him. And, then if you cut Trey Lance, like he ends up because all of a sudden, like you can go anywhere for cheap. You're getting a, a league minimum contract, right? And maybe a cheap two-year contract because the team wants to see you into next year as well. But then it opens up a whole new can of worms of who are the best fits and where's the best place for Trey Lance. Seattle, Los Angeles Rams. I think those would be two, maybe one and two, and at least two of the top five teams for Trey Lance potentially to go to if he becomes a free agent. Whereas if he's traded, then you're talking more like Tampa, Washington, or one of those teams. But if he if he was just straight up released, then you're talking about 30 teams that would be like, oh, I'll sign up. I'll take a free Trey Lance. I just don't want to pay his contract and then trade a pick for him. Maybe. And I saw, you know, Benjamin Albright, someone that asked about, uh, some kind of potential trade between, you know, for Trey Lance and Cortland Sutton or something like that. And he's like, no, that that's not true at all. And someone asked, like, would it be possible that they trade? And he was like, you know, I could see them trading, uh, you know, for Trey Lance and giving up like in some type of edge rusher, I think he said, or something like that. He, he was a little bit more specific. And I'm like, you know what? When Benjamin Albright, when he talks, I listen, because it seems like he has his ear to the ground and he kind of hears some things and whatnot. But I think that would be an ideal situation for Trey, right? It's like, and Kyle talked about, wanting to do right by Trey Lance and, you know, do whatever Trey feels is best for him. They don't want to hurt the situation even more than what they already have. So can we put him in a situation that might be good for him? Hey, sending him to the Denver Broncos to sit behind Russell Wilson, I think that would be a great situation and kind of prime for a Russell Wilson. Shoot, if Russell Wilson plays anything like he did last year, he won't. It's not like you probably be looking to play him the whole year. And that's when Lance can uh, step in and you get to see him for enough time to see, hey, do we want to pick up his fifth year option? So it, it's uh, hard. I think the Broncos because, be a good situation. Uh, Wilson's already making so much. Could you pay, you know, decent backup money for for Trey Lance, you know, because he's, he's not going to be free. And I don't remember what his base salary is offhand. Um, and I know the 49ers have paid. There was one roster bonus that they have paid this a couple million already this season. So there, there's some some money has been paid already. So the 49ers won't get as much cap benefit 
for trading him as they would have during the draft, say. Um, but it's interesting. Like you look up and down the league, there are a bunch of teams that that Trey Lance would be a better option than whoever their number two guy is. And so uh, the Vikings is, sounded like the, they were a team in the mix for Trey Lance. Uh, did you see that report? Yeah, the, the, the Vikings were like they were trying to make a move for Trey Lance, mm-hmm. and the talks just fell apart. And I'm assuming that's along the lines of the 49ers just not getting what they were expecting. But also with all this now, we're hearing about all these talks and like the 49ers are kind of shopping him and seeing what his value was in the league. You guys are liars. Like, how can we ever like now? I try to give them the benefit of the doubt because they're straight shooters a lot of times. But now it's like you guys are liars. You guys have been lying about this whole thing the whole time. You signed Sam Darnold with the intentions that Sam was going to be your QB too. I do not think that they expected Trey Lance to make any type of jump, which I think if you watch practice, like you did see a better version of Trey Lance than we had seen previously. Obviously in the game, there's some live, live things that kind of flusters him at times, has to work through that. That looks like it could be potentially just, can I just get a few more in-game reps? But they lied to us the whole time. They never had any intentions on it being a quarterback competition. It was going to be Sam Darnold's all along, and they just kind of dress it up as a competition. And, oh, yeah, when Brock Purdy's not out there, Trey Lance, you're going to get the first team snaps because right now like you're ahead. And the crazy thing is those were Trey's best practices. And even then, it's like it was never going to be enough. Now, from the games that we watched, I understand how they came to this conclusion. But now that we're learning more about the specifics of the situation, it didn't matter what these games said. It was never a competition. And and you could tell that Kyle was never really super comfortable with Lance either, just because of the style of offense he ran when when Trey Lance was in the game. So a lot of times, right? It just it just didn't feel like Kyle was was ready for Trey Lance, and and Trey Lance, you know, is, is probably not ready to be an NFL starter right now, uh, unless there's a team that's willing to go through those growing pains. And the 49ers are not willing to do that right now. They're willing to do it last year. In my opinion, if you're going to draft Trey Lance, you should have been willing to do that in year one. That's when it needed to happen most. And so for Trey's sake, I I hope he does end up somewhere where they have some belief in him. He has a fresh start and he has an opportunity, you know, maybe by midseason to to have an opportunity to get in in play for a guy that gets hurt or a guy that's just bad. So that, that would be, I think, the best situation for Trey. And when Kyle says what's in his heart, we'll find out if what's in his heart, what's in his agent's mind for Trey Lance, and uh, we'll probably get some more clarification coming up. What's in his heart, I'll tell you right now, get me up out of here. Yep. And let me go be a number two somewhere, and shoot, send, me to, send me to Washington. Coach, can you send me to Washington, please? And I'll be behind Sam Howe, because that shit might fall apart by week five. And now you're just going to get to see. Because I, I, I say this, and I just feel it. If you get to see Trey Lance play 10 straight games, and we may never see that. We may never see that. I want to make that clear. But if you do get a chance to see him play 10 straight games, I bet by his game six, people are going to say, oh, some here. Maybe 49ers gave up on him a little too soon. Some there. I mean, just look at his last preseason game. If you saw a full game of him playing a lot like he played in the last couple series, that's something. If you see him playing a lot like he did versus the Raiders, then you're like, eh, maybe he's not there. And, and I think you're going to get a little bit of both for a while, but you could see the talent. And uh, I still believe in the dude. He seems like a great guy. Everyone's around him likes him. So, I mean, I dude, And if the fact that Rand Carthon wasn't interested, that that should probably worry you a little bit, right. Um, that they wanted to go. They, they could have had, they could have Trey Lance on the cheap, Instead, they thought that a different raw 
quarterback was a better option for them um, in in the draft, right? In a dude that puts mayonnaise in his coffee. So uh, that tells you what Rand Carthon thought about Trey Lance. And, and that was one of my thoughts with Lance, right? Was um, like, okay, D'Amico and um, D'Amico and Rand Carthon are running teams now. Are they going to be going hard after Trey Lance? And the fact that a third rounder could have got him and they still weren't that interested. Now with the with the uh, with the Texans a little different because they were drafting so high, but the Titans were on the outside of that top talent in the draft at quarterback, and they still wanted to go second round pick and and have a, a fresh clock with a different quarterback who's older than Trey Lance, by the way. Uh, a couple of things here. Wanted to talk about this uh, right here from Jeremy. He says, everyone heard the reports coming out year one that Lance wasn't close to start. You know, the crazy thing was he actually was, if you just talk about like the first couple of weeks of training camp, Barrows, Mayoko, everybody's reporting. This guy is way ahead of where we thought he would be. He looks good. Is he going to start pushing Jimmy Garoppolo for reps? And Kyle was like, nope, definitely not. And that was the end of that. And then here's one more here. And, oh, gosh, where was it? It was There was a Sam Howe question. Someone asked me about if I've watched Sam Howe. Anyways, uh, I'll answer that. Yes, definitely watch Sam Howe. I watched him at UNC a lot. I scouted Diami Brown, got to watch him. Michael Carter, the running backs that were there. So I watched a lot of Sam Howe. And he was a guy that people thought would potentially be a uh, top 10 pick uh, when he was coming out. And then it just didn't have a great year. I think a lot of that had to do with him losing his two running backs. Uh, I think that was kind of tough on him, but he did a good job throwing down the field to Diamond Brown a lot. I really like Diamond Brown. He has also had Daz Newsom as well. So I definitely watched him. All right, don't, don't, don't start questioning me on these college guys. But um, he is a talented guy, and he ran a lot better in college than you would expect. And as he's gotten to the uh, the commanders, especially if you watched him in his last preseason game against Baltimore, he was sharp. He was throwing the ball extremely well to all levels of the field. He was hitting those short to intermediate areas. Uh, he kind of scrambled a little bit. And I said, you know what? Kyle would probably like Sam Howe. <laughs> he's short Trey Lance. He's athletic. Uh, he's uh, got a good arm, but he's just 5'11 or whatever. I don't know how tall he is. He's not very tall. Um, all right. So, yeah, I'm sure we'll do a lot more on this subject. Of course, we got to get ready for preseason game number three as well and post-game preseason game number three crock and i will be with you as we are every day right here locked on 49ers